And once a kid understands that, guess what? You've just inoculated them from the white supremacists and the Muslim extremists. Because at the end of the day, when they come to them and tell them, kill somebody or buy into ideology, they say, well, you know what? I got a Jewish friend. I got a Muslim friend. I got a black friend. I got a white friend. That's why I go into classes and I tell the white kids, stand up and say, I'm white and I'm proud. The same way I tell the black kid, the Hispanic kid, the Asian kid, the Jewish kid, the Muslim kid, and every other out there. And, and the reason why is because we want to be the first people to tell them, you are who you are, and we love you for what you are, because diversity is our strength. It is what built our democracy. It is what will build our future. And diversity is what we promote. That, my friends, is just a small snip of this week's interview with Muhammad Ahmed, founder and creator of AverageMohammed.com. We're going to talk all about how he's using AverageMohammed.com to promote peace and stamp out violent extremism. So stick around for this episode and let's cue the music. I am Wilk from Wilksworld.com, and this is going to be episode 49 of our podcast. We're going to call this one Battling Extremism with an Alternative Narrative. In this episode, I'm going to interview Muhammad Ahmed, creator and executive director of AverageMohammed.com. Now, Average Muhammad uses pop culture, social media like Facebook and YouTube, as well as other mediums, to promote peace, democracy, and anti extremism. His outreach has put him in front of tens of thousands of America's youths. His videos and messages have been seen by millions of people worldwide. Muhammad has lived with his family in Minnesota for more than 20 years. He has served as the president for the Free Muslim Coalition Against Terrorism in Minnesota. He's been recognized as a Bush Foundation Fellow in 2017, Global Ties Citizen Diplomat in 2018, and in 2020 he was awarded Citizen Diplomat of the Year by the State Department. I'm incredibly honored to be joined by Muhammad Ahmed for this week's episode of the Derate the Hate podcast. But first things first. Now, we did not create the hate, but with your help at the Derate the Hate podcast, we can derate the hate. What have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make the world a better place? Now, Muhammad Ahmed is certainly one person that I can tell you is doing a phenomenal job with his outreach to make the world a better place. So with that, let's jump right into this week's interview. Good evening, Muhammad Ahmed. Thank you for joining the Derate the Hate podcast. I greatly appreciate you joining me this evening. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. Average Muhammad is your website, and I've been looking over some of your videos. It's, it's, it seems like a phenomenal cause, and, and I'm so grateful that one of our common friends turned me on to, to AverageMuhammad.com. Uh, Rick and, and Barbara from Braver Angels, who I interviewed last week, turned me on to your site, and, and I've been studying a little bit, and, and I think what you've got going on is, is fantastic. So I've seen on, on your site, AverageMohammed.com, the statement, it takes an idea to defeat an idea, and then I've heard you talk about the alternative narratives. If you could, for me and my listeners, please explain that, that, that way of thinking. It takes an idea to defeat an idea. And what is that alternative narrative? 
Well, if you look at it from the perspective of what is hate, hate is thought. Hate is an idea. Basically, it's built on an ideology that the other person next to you is less than you, based on race, color, religion, sexuality, or national origin. And, uh, and our goal is to say, look, we have ideas to counter that. And it will take ideas which are ideals within our country, for example, America, which basically is what we aspire to be, which is anti-racism, anti-anti-Semitism, anti-homophobia, anti-Islamophobia, and anti-anti-Christianity. Basically, we create the concepts and the ideas to teach the next generation these values, promoting the values of peace, which is fundamentally a human value, which is also an Islamic value, promoting the value of democracy, which basically means promotion of our system of governance with all the liberties and rights. And the third part is anti-hate, whether it's from extremists or from governments. That's excellent. And I don't know how familiar you are with the, the D-Rate the Hate podcast yet, but you know one of the things that we say uh, is we did not create the hate, but with your help, we can derate the hate. Very similar to your message, putting out common values and doing things that will will bring that hate level down and bring a uh, bring the commonalities that we all have together so that we can better the world. Uh, so I really do love uh, I, I love that. And, and I've you know, like I said, I've, I've watched several of the average Muhammad.com videos, and I think it's very unique the way that you're going about it. And, and obviously you are gearing your videos towards the uh, the younger generation, the younger generation of, of Muslim Americans and, and the Muslims that are being brought up in our country now and espousing the values that made America great and, and espousing the, the ideals of peace. You talk about uh, peace up, extremist thought out. So I, I love those little videos. You talk uh, about, in the videos, you, you talk about extremists putting labels on Muslims. One of the videos that I watched of yours talked about Muslim extremists wanting to put labels on young Muslims and put those Muslims in a box to try and spread that hate and spread that separation and try to make them believe that everybody hates them. Uh, much like I talked about in episode 18 of the, the D-Rate the Hate podcast, I talked about putting, uh, you know, people, there are groups of people that have a vested interest, just like Muslim extremists. Uh, there are people within our country, groups of people that, do have a vested interest in keeping us divided, keeping hate between groups instead of looking for the commonalities and looking for things that, that we have in common. They want to put everybody in a box and put a label on them and keep them separated. Talk about how important it is to have your own identity and, and how you're portraying that message or how you're trying to convey that message to, to the people who are following AverageMohammed.com. We do it three ways. Number one, we create videos which are viral videos which have gone global. When I say global, I mean it's in every country in the world. And um, that's one platform. It's a minute long, minute and a half long. The second videos we make, the second thing we do is we do outreach. We actually go out into the schools, madrasas, mosques. We go into synagogues and churches. We go into libraries. Uh, library organizations and civic organizations. And we speak on behalf of these values. We take those talking points into the community. 
The third part we do is media outreach, which is what exactly I'm doing with you. And, uh, and the goal is to go ahead and make sure these values go broader and further. Now, the video you talked about is about identity. Now, when we talk about identity, when a kid looks at himself, what, how many identities do they carry with them? If it's, for example, let's take a Muslim kid who's a Somali here in Minnesota. Um, he's a Somali. He may be an Arab. Uh, he, he's a Muslim. He's a boy. Uh, he's a student. He's a son. You know, he has a mother. You know, uh, I mean, uh, he, um, there's so many identities which describe him. He may be straight. You know what I mean? So what happens is these are all identities that exist within a human being. And once you go to an exclusive identity, which is basically what white supremacy does and what the Muslim extremists do, is say, look, we are superior and all the rest are inferior, so it's legitimate to kill them or destroy them or subjugate them or try to deny them rights uh, or infringe on their rights. When a kid understands that diversity exists within themselves, then they understand that there is a greater diversity within our society, irrespective of religion, irrespective of sexuality, irrespective of national origin, irrespective of uh, race or creed. And once a kid understands that, guess what? You've just inoculated them from the white supremacists and the Muslim extremists. Because at the end of the day, when they come to them and tell them, kill somebody or buy into ideology, they say, well, you know what? I got a Jewish friend. I got a Muslim friend. I got a black friend. I got a white friend. That's why I go into classes and I tell the white kids, stand up and say, I'm white and I'm proud. The same way I tell the black kid, the Hispanic kid, the Asian kid, the Jewish kid, the Muslim kid, and every other out there. And, and the reason why is because we want to be the first people to tell them, you are who you are and we love you for what you are because diversity is our strength. It is what built our democracy. It is what will build our future. And diversity is what we promote. That is such a phenomenal point. Uh, the fact that not, not only is it just diversity uh, among different groups, but there's great diversity amongst each of us as individuals. There, there should not ever be a situation where only one thing defines me and only one thing about you defines you. Like you said, you're not only a Muslim, you're a father, you're a husband, you're, you're a Somali. Uh, there's plenty of things about you the same way there is about me. White, uh, male, husband, father. There, there's so much that defines us in a, as a person and so much more about each of us that we have in common with others rather than just being defined by our color, just you being defined by, by being Somali or you being so defined as a Muslim or me being defined as white or me being defined as a Christian. There's so much more to our individual identity than the small boxes that the extremists try to put on us. So I, I love the fact that you are bringing up that point because it, it is such a phenomenal point to make and such an important lesson for the youngsters in our lives to learn that so that we can be uh, have peace among people despite our differences we probably all have a lot more in common than we we do have different between us um, let me tell you what every average person out there wants i'm average Muhammad organization and uh, you know what we want a freezer full of food health care for our children education for our children I want to pay taxes so I can have better roads, so I can pay for the police, the federal government, and all the good things that come from them. 
I want to build my country. I want a nice job, a livable job, you know, something professional which gives me satisfaction and dignity. I mean, this is all what humanity wants. And I want freedoms, liberties and rights. Let me be me. Let you be you, you know, without hate, without extremism, without coercion of terrorism, which is violence. This is values which majority people believe in across the world. Across the world. Absolutely. It is a minority that is pushing us into the divides. You, me, different. Different is good. It should not make us enemies. It should make us explorers. I want to know more about you. What's your Christian faith? How do you handle this? How do you handle that? What do you think of this? You know, at the end of the day, we'll have more in common than we do have differences. Oh, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. I, when I look at somebody, when I meet somebody, when I meet Muhammad on the street, I, I'm not just automatically thinking, well, this guy's a Muslim and there's nothing that we could possibly have in common. So I hate you. But there are people. There are definitely groups. And, and individuals, but like you said, those are the those are the minorities. Those people that believe that you are defined by that one part of you, and I am going to hate you because of that one part of you. I do believe that that is the minority. I do believe that we live in the greatest country in the world, and just like you, just like your value system, the things that you want in life, those things are the exact same things that I want in life. So again, just because you're a Somali Muslim, and I'm a white Christian, we are not defined by those and those things alone. We do have much more in common than we do have, or than we have not in common. So that's such a phenomenal point to make. And I love the fact that, that averagemohammed.com is, again, conveying that message to the children and, and, and doing such a good job. Now, I understand that you've done a, a ton of outreach and a lot of your outreach is geared directly towards children. How many children, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but one of the videos that I had seen talks about the number of, of, of children that you have actually had an opportunity to speak to and convey that message to. And how has that gone for you? What kind of feedback are you getting uh, on, on that outreach? We've spoken to tens of thousands of kids. In the last seven years, I think 50,000 kids. That's a lot of engagements and uh, across the country and across the world. On social media, we've reached tens of millions of kids. And uh, the goal is to say simple. These are our values. It takes an idea to defeat an idea as you started with the conversation. And these are our ideas. These are our ideals. These are our values. And it seems like uh, the, the minority we're talking about who hate are very vocal and they're acting. You can look at what's happening to our Asian American community today in America. You know, the Asian violence, which has been directed to them because of the COVID-19 virus. In the last year alone, the FBI reported 150% increase in hate against Asian Americans. This is physical violence. We're not talking about the insults, the denials, and the subjugations that other people try to put to them. And unfortunately, this minority take up a lot of our airspace. And now they have platforms. They have media engagements. Last year was, this year is proving to be the most successful year for white supremacists to leaflet across America. They have doubled their efforts. And uh, Al-Qaeda and ISIS makes about 12 to 15 videos a month to mm-hmm. try to reach our youth. So there is mm-hmm. this platform. 
There is media generated to that. There is people actively recruiting our kids. And our goal is to say, look, we will compete. Our values are superior. Majority of us believe in this. Let's get the minority. Let's talk to them. Let's engage them. Let's have a discussion. Let's open up the avenues of the marketplace of ideas. Because at the end of the day, our democratic process is better. Our values of peace is even better. Our values of anti-hate makes us live in a better world because we can get into the corporate world. We can get into the military. We can get into the federal agencies. We can get into the uh, uh, marketplace and, uh, and, and survive and succeed. Because this is what is needed today in the modern world for you to advance. When you are exclusive and you hate, you've limited yourself. And if that ever comes out, people don't want to associate with you. There's a risk factor to it. And if you go violent, you're looking at jail time or death. Mm-hmm. This is not something which we want for our youth. Oh, absolutely not. No, that's that's a very good point. And that is one of the things that I talked about in, in last week's interview with with Rick and Barbara is is the fact that that minority does seem to be uh, and, and whichever hate group it happens to be. But those hateful people do seem to have, in, in a lot of cases, have the loudest voices. So it, it will take people like AverageMohammed.com and, and the DeRateTheHate.com podcast and Braver Angels. Organizations like those do have to stand up and promote better values, promote better discourse between people of differing ideas. And I, I think that that message has to be put out there. And you're right. That message will always, always be a better message for our youth because the ideas of peace and freedom and, and, and loving, uh, loving one another as we love ourselves, that has to be the, the main message. Now, I've seen, I watched your one video, A Muslim in the West, in which you talk about embracing the new ways of the West and maintaining the old ways of Islam and having the best of both worlds. I, I think that's incredibly important message too, that you convey to the young people and, and to the people of the Muslim faith as more Muslims emigrate to, to the United States and to the Western world. Now it also, I mean, that makes me think of, and I, and I actually saw you bring this up in another one of the videos. It makes me think of our motto, e pluribus unum of many one. So expand on how this works. Because there's a lot of people, I, I mean, I'm going to be very honest with you. I do not know much about the Muslim faith. I do know from sitting here having a conversation with you, you and I have very similar values. But how does, like you talked about in that video, bringing the new ways of the West home and teaching it to the old people of the old ways in the Muslim faith, and then also being in, you know, being able to embrace the old ways of the Muslim world at home and embrace the new ways of the West when you're in public or in a Western setting. How does that work? Well, it's simple. We believe in secular democracy. And the reason why I believe in secular democracy is because the majority cannot enforce their religion, their faith, or their creed on me. As a minority, this is very powerful. This is one of the most powerful things in our society. At the same time, too, we as a minority cannot enforce our ways on the majority. Now, when you come out into the public, you go to schools, you go to the malls, you go to work. These are secular settings. I'm a Muslim. Our women wear the hijab. But you will work with people who don't wear the hijab. 
you will go to malls and you'll see women wearing miniskirts instead of the long dresses which we we are prescribed to do you know and uh you so we pray five times a day at home but then again when you go outside not everyone else does the same thing now you have to find a balance between the two and the reason why is secularism does not mean abandonment of our religion it just means that we can't enforce it on others and more importantly we have to tolerate others being different than us that is very important that's the issue that most people who joined al qaeda and isis were having a problem with because they wanted to be a better muslim guess what the best of muslims live in the west you know why because we have freedom of religion we have freedom of religion we can we build mosques we pray five times a day we pay our zakah meaning that we pay alms to the poor we fast during ramadan we can pray in our mosques you know during ramadan uh we we are allowed to travel to go make hajj you know and uh, these are important things and so very these important. freedoms exist here you can go to china where they where there is a concentration camp for muslims and uh, and basically re-education camps you know basically they don't want people to be muslims or you can go to the middle east whereby it is drilled down by force into the community meaning that it doesn't come from the person here in the west it comes from us it comes from our soul it comes from our spirituality no one is forcing us i go to a mosque right mm-hmm. right here across my house and that mosque across the street has a liquor store across the street from it that is the duality we live in yeah liquor and alcohol is banned in islam so i mean we we accept that they have a right to be there the same way he accepts we have a right to be in our mosque and say don't drink mhm yeah yeah that is no, secular I, democracy i think that's a fantastic point and that's that's one thing i i do believe that a lot of people don't understand and that's why i wanted to to you to bring that up is because i think it is so important as people begin to understand that you and i do have a common value system even though we have different like i said different religions some different customs but going back to the idea of e pluribus unum of many one that whole concept was never supposed to be you come here you do exactly as we tell you to do it's you come here you maintain your individuality your customs and and live within your customs but assimilate into the ideals and the value system of the west the freedoms that come along with being an american and everything else so being able to be a practicing and faithful muslim as well as being a a valued freedom loving liberty loving american citizen those two are not mutually exclusive they can be lived and loved together and I, and i think that's very important and that's why i wanted you to bring it up and thank you for talking about that so averagemohammed.com tell me a little bit more about the different types of outreach you have coming up what you have planned for the future and how people can support your mission because i do believe the mission of averagemohammed.com is incredibly important well a couple of things coming up we are gearing up to go against uh, qanon and the militia and we started creating messaging for them and you'll find it on my youtube page on average mohammed is going to go up on the website by monday and we're doing a go fund me to try raise money to to help parents for peace parents for peace is an organization i associate with 
and they have uh, former clansmen, former neo-Nazi, former militia members who man a hotline. And the hotline is a it's to de-escalate people who are already extreme or family members who are worried about how do I help my brother, my sister, my mother, my father from, from, from this extremist thinking. And uh, you get tips from there. And uh, we created a message for them on behalf of Parents for Peace in association with Average Muhammad. And the goal is to go ahead and uh, put in the marketplace an opportunity to say, look, we love you. We understand where you're coming from. You are angry. You feel things are not the same. But this path you're taking is the wrong path. And we can help you get on the right path. Let me explain to you what I mean. I'm a Muslim. After September 11th, we went through things as a community. And we don't want our white community going through the same things. Let me tell you something. When the government comes to your house, when the surveillance on your phone, your, your car, your home, when they come to your workplace and start talking to your coworkers, when they come and you become violent and they start building a case against you, this is harming your community. This is harming your family. This is destroying your credibility within our society. You don't want that in your life. And no. we can help you. We can help you from getting there. And, and, and the goal is to say, look, these are the good guys, the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security. And, but at the end of the day, we don't want them dealing with you. No. We prefer we talk, compensate, mm -hmm. and, and talk and get you to a point whereby you start seeing people who are different, the gay, the brown, the white, the Christian, the Jewish, as people who you can accept. This de-radicalization process is not just meant for Muslims, who are, who are on the path of extremism, but also for non-Muslims or people who are uh, believing QAnon and anything along those lines, whether it's the militia system or the, the three percenters, the oath keepers, there's a cornucopia of them, the Ku Klux Klan. We want to help you. We want to bring you back into the fold. We want to make you mainstream again. So Parents for Peace is an organization. I, I just want to be clear. Parents for Peace and Average Muhammad are, are teaming up to, like you said, counter extremism of any kind, not, not just Muslim extremists, but, but extremists of, uh, extremism of any kind. And you, you said there's a hotline and there's information on averagemohammed.com that people can get involved with that. Parents for, for Peace. Peace. Parents for Peace created a hotline. And uh, the hotline is, is up and running right now. And uh, if, if you can go to YouTube, you will see the Average Mohammed video made for QAnon. Uh, I wish I could have told you in advance you'd have played it. We're trying to reach out. We'll create a series of videos. And um, it's kind of dicey right now on social media because they don't want anything to do with QAnon, whether it's pro or against on social media. You know, so mm -hmm. they kind of ban it. So mm -hmm. it, it'd be a bit more difficult to get it out there. But we're doing a press release on Tuesday. By Thursday, we'll, we'll be done. And uh, we're doing a lot of media engagements. We're engaging the media now. To, to get that word out. I'm helping Parents for Peace. Parents for Peace are the ones who set up the hotline. And my goal is, look, we don't have much money. We are organizations who are resource-starved. Mm -hmm. Our country prefers law enforcement and, and war means to deal with these issues. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're telling them, especially our government, there's a third part, there's civil society. When your citizen becomes your voice, it is more powerful than what a government agency can do or what a government agent can do. Because at the end of the day, 
It is us citizens talking to citizens, and that is what democracy is about. It's about power of the people, for the people, by the people, as Lincoln taught us. And if we are part of the people, it is our duty and our responsibility to go out there and increase our flock into the American ideals, into a democratic process, into anti-extremism. Very good. I, I think that's that's exactly right. The the grassroots efforts, the getting out there as individuals, that very much ties into the Dear Hate the Hate podcast, exactly what we try to do, bettering the world one attitude at a time. You as an individual getting involved, me as an individual getting involved, speaking our word to, to other people, getting them involved, understanding and, and, and getting them to understand the ideals of peace and freedom and just overall cohesiveness and, and not focusing on the differences between Wilk and Muhammad, but focusing on the commonalities and the value system that we have in common could not be more important. We are I Americans. Will, That's the beautiful. We're both Americans. That's exactly right. We're Americans. And, and the American ideals of individual liberty, freedom, it's what made this country the greatest country on earth. And it's what will continue to make this country the greatest country on earth. But you're very, very right in what we have to do is not allow that minority of extremists, whether they be Muslim extremists or white supremacists or whoever, whatever extremism there is, we cannot allow or we cannot continue to allow them to have the loudest voices. We have to stand up and make our message the better message, make sure that the youngsters that are coming behind us that will, you know, will be the future of this country, making sure and the future of the world. This is not specific to the United States, making sure the youngsters all around the world know that extremism and violence and terrorism, whatever form it, it takes, is not the way to go. So I thank you so much, Mohammed, for the message that you're putting out there. Uh, I think it's very unique the way that you do it with the, the little videos. And I, I like them. I've enjoyed them immensely so far, the, the, the ones that I've watched, because I do think that the message that they're putting out is so important. Is there anything else that you would like to, as we wrap up the interview, is there anything else... Now, I'll definitely put links to AverageMohammed.com and Parents for Peace and whatever uh, whatever other material you would like me to put, I'll put it in the show notes. Is there anything else as we wrap up this interview? Is there is there anything else that you would like to, to share with the listeners of the D-Rate Day podcast? I want to say I'm very proud of you for doing the podcast because it's, it's very important what you're doing. It is, it is very valuable. So thank you so much for it. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining me. And I am definitely looking forward to us speaking again in the future. I think we have, uh, we have definitely got some things in, in common that we will definitely want to share and continue to be a part of each other's movement in the future. Thank you, brother. Friends, I hope you got as much out of that interview as I did with Muhammad Ahmed of AverageMohammed.com. And I sincerely hope that you will take the time to visit AverageMohammed.com and see how he's using his outreach to make the world a better place. That I'm going to wrap up this week's episode and say, when you're out amongst the people, be kind to one another, be grateful for everything that you've got, and remember, it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. Please subscribe to the D-Rate the Hate podcast wherever you get your audio. Leave us a rating and a feedback. That's always greatly appreciated. And if you have something that you want to say directly to me, Wilk at WilkesWorld.com is my email. So with that, 
I'm going to back on out of here. We'll catch you next week.